Hi, everyone. This is Melissa. And Kate. And Lainey. And we are the The Louisiana Louisiana Ladies. We are so glad you are here. Check us out on Instagram at Louisiana Ladies Podcast and visit us online at laladies.info. Y'all, how long has it been since we've recorded? We were trying to figure it out before we started recording. It's been a minute since the three of us have all been together. I think it was the traumatic episode was the last one that we were all together. The Hot Mess Expresses. Where Patty G swooped in, ordered wine, and turned it all around. Saved the day. And Lainey was like, screw the meal plan. (laughs) Screw the meal plan. (laughs) But still managed to go work out. I did. You did. I did work out that night. Yeah. I did uh, not. I was hyped. uh, Yeah. Kate, I literally almost sent you a text like last week, like I miss you. I know. And I then know. I didn't see Lainey at all yesterday at the office, I and I don't know and exactly. You were out all last week. I mean, I was having some withdrawals. Yeah, I know. I, re- I really well, and then I haven't recorded since Amy's episode, right? And it's been enjoyable to listen as a fan again, but also I'm like, I miss me on the podcast. <laughs> Kate's like, wait, where's where's where's, where's the shining star? Where, where, is she? Where's where the actual I? host of I the miss podcast? Being on it, you know. <laughs> and I did have one fan approach me said, that said she missed me too. Really? Oh. I mean, is it a real fan? Was it your mom? <laughs> Close. It was Aubrey. <laughs> it was Aubrey. Uh, Aubrey, you have not texted me to say that you missed me <laughs> I on the other fan in the I wild. Was- I missed two episodes in a row. So, like, I don't know that you've ever missed two in a row. I did? No, I don't think you have, but I was oh, missing you did. from yes. two in a row. Yeah, yeah, you did. I know. Yeah, that so, was – well, no. I mean, literally starting with October 1st, the fourth quarter was a, a whirlwind. Crazy. Whirlwind. So, now that 2022 is behind us. The gang is all back together. We are back together. It's a new season. New year, new season. <laughs> Love new it. Year, new season, new intro. Who <laughs> are we? <laughs> are we going to talk about recording the intro? Yeah, we are. So uh, <laughs> that intro that y'all just heard took us about uh, 25 minutes to record, and it was a total of 10 seconds. None of us are actually <laughs> actresses, so we kept laughing. But it's it's going to be so good. It is so good because the listeners have already heard the finished product. It is, it is worth the effort. Yes. Correct. You know, I just... Couldn't get the words out of my mouth. (laughs) (laughs) Tried to wing it at first, and that didn't work. Um, But we are recording back at Eliza's. Yes, happy to be back at Eliza's. This is kind of like our little home away from home. I know. I look forward to it so much. For sure. Hartley was like talking about it the other day, like telling somebody about coming here and like how much she likes the grits. And yeah, like I I overheard. I know. I thought she might want to come after coming here twice to record but um she got a sewing machine for christmas and so she is at my mom's house learning to sew um i did tell my mom like get a bottle of tequila because teaching (laughs) her how to sew (laughs) her how to sew is not going to be easy and one of y'all is going to need some tequila but um but anyway so that's where she is she's learning to sew and um we'll see when i finish here i'm gonna go see if everybody survived so, you know, I tried to learn how to sew. Well, my mom tried to teach me growing up. Sewing is just hard. I, I, I find it to be a difficult task. And um, I also took clothing construction at St. Joseph's. And mm. anyway, it hasn't been my jam. Learning how to sew okay. or maybe testing my mom's patience. TBD. One, I'll report both. Yeah. Probably, I'm going to go with both. You might go home and your mom might be drinking a margarita. Or that's what I told like her. That. Get the tequila. And you might have a pillowcase. Yeah. One or the other. Exactly. It could be or a- maybe both. Maybe mom will be drunk and Hartley will have a scrunchie. So <laughs> this, please update us. Yes. Update the audience as to how this happens. Okay. So did everyone have a good Christmas? This is coming out after New Year's, but we have not recorded an episode We're recording since Christmas. The week after Christmas. Yeah. Yeah. Everybody have a good Christmas? Christmas was great. I told Lainey when I got here, like, fast and furious, you know, like, I still am kind of in disbelief that it has come and gone, but it was really good. We did a big Thanksgiving with Ross's family, and so we got to stay in Baton Rouge for all of Christmas, which was great because his family um, is not here. We mm, went yeah. to Mississippi for Thanksgiving, but, um, but it was great to just, like, lounge around all day Christmas day like we literally didn't get out of our PJs my parents came by to see what Hartley got but um yeah we We did that last year you know um 
played board games and Hartley got a, like a karaoke microphone. We did a little Hamilton karaoke. Oh, of course you did. She got a um, ski ball machine, little um, this little portable ski ball thing. We played ski ball. You know, it was great. It was a really relaxing Christmas. And Christmas Eve is my dad's birthday, so we always do Christmas Eve at my parents' house. Um, my dad and Jesus attempt nice. to share a holiday yep um but anyway so that was great you know my mom cooked and we hung out and opened presents christmas eve but anyway what did y'all do we you know i have a big family yes uh but it was a little bit more subdued this year so Paige, uh past Louisiana Ladies mm-hmm. podcast guest. Um, her husband is now doing traveling nursing. And so oh, they wow. were back in town and they still have their house in Watson. And so we went there. She did like an open house for Christmas Eve day. And that was actually really fabulous because we just kind of went and then we went home. My little nephew Garrison was in the children's choir at church. And Aww. then we went to my sister's, which, you know, is two blocks from my house on Christmas Eve. So that was super duper convenient. Yeah. And then on Christmas Day, we just go to my in-laws, and it's just us, and it's really nice. Last year, we stayed home because my poor father-in-law had a stomach bug, and we also didn't get out of our pajamas last year, so (laughs) it was really nice. We really did have a a good time. Um, I will say that I bought Patrick a gift that I was very proud of myself. That's my proud of myself gift, and then I also bought him a gift that was really something for me disguised as a gift for him. This is what I feel like you do when you're married. (laughs) I'm like, you know, I really want this, so I'm going to buy it, and I'm going to wrap it, and I'm going to give it to you. So what was the proud of yourself gift? So when I went to go visit my best friend, Jessica, a.k.a. Beattie, she has this thing called a bird buddy. It is a bird feeder that is connected to Wi-Fi that takes Ooh. pictures of the birds. I have seen this on TikTok. To your phone. Oh, my gosh. I'm just imagining Patrick, like, getting bird photos on his phone and, like, laughing and smiling. Oh, no, he, like, literally, <laughs> I'm not kidding you. Okay, so the week of Christmas, we're, so last week, where I think I'm cooking dinner, or I don't know, maybe we were, maybe we were, I don't know what we were doing, but it was still daylight, and he's like, oh, it's a red bird on the bird feeder. And I thought, oh my gosh, he's going to love this yes. gift. He loves birds. I can okay. so Have y'all see it. set it up? He, uh, it had to charge for about 36 hours. Okay. I mean, it is wow. quite a contraption. Yeah. But the second thing that I bought is this um, digital calendar called a skylight. Okay. So do you remember like when the digital photo frames were all the rage yes. and we all bought it for our parents and it was yes. the most yes. thoughtful gift you could ever give someone? <laughs> Okay, so this is like, it reminds me, it can be a digital photo frame, but that's not why I bought it. It is a, is a digital calendar. It is a meal planner. And it is a, you can put events and chores. Ooh, I'm intrigued. So my sister is the one who gave me this idea. <laughs> and so. Did she get it for Garrett? Yes, and the kids. <laughs> Okay, and it's to minimize the amount of questions that we get on a daily basis. So I told Patrick, I said, whenever you ask me a question, I'm going to say, please refer to Skylight. Ah. Okay, so there's chores on there. So Patrick has a chore every day. I love it. (laughs) Making the bed. (laughs) Okay. But, oh, you can also do grocery lists. Like, it's just, it's an all-in-one place for all of your stuff. It's a shared list It's a shared list platform, shared calendar platform. And basically, you can link it to, I could link it to my work uh, calendar. But I feel like if I looked at that on this beautiful digital screen, it put me a little bit into a tizzy. Yeah. So instead, all of the events that I put on my work calendar, so like this one, I wanted it on that calendar too, just in case Patrick got home and was wondering where I was. And you just invite the Torito family at our skylight.com. Like and- oh, <laughs> and then it's on there. So 2023 is going to be an organized, non-frantic, yes. non Tizzy, Melissa. Love that. Here she comes. Here she comes. Here she comes. So anyway, so that was really, that was really fun. But we really like, we really made Christmas about the kids this year. Yeah. And you know, that's, I like, I like that part of it because we're adults and I kind of buy whatever I want. I was going to say, we tend to treat ourselves year round when we want something at this phase of life. So then it's, you know, kind of nice to focus on the kids who are probably also treated quite well throughout the year, but, you know, it's but Christmas. It is Christmas, and they are kids. And they're <laughs> yeah, told, you know. It's the magic of Christmas. I uh, I got some money from, you know, my parents and my in-laws, and so for the first time in probably forever, instead of me just, like, sticking it in my checking account, which I will be doing, I have earmarked it for mm. fun things. Love that. Mm. Like tennis shoes. 
Yeah. Aren't tennis shoes annoying to buy? Yes. yes. <laughs> I was looking this weekend. I wear my like white Nike Air Forces with everything. And I was like, these are nasty. Mm-hmm. Like I've had them for two years. I wear them all the time. You wear them to work out in? No, oh, no, I was about no, say, you need to replace no. those bad boys. Fashion no, no, no. Sneakers. I don't work out in those. Um, those are just like my run to the store. Like, I can dress them up or dress them down kind of shoes. But they were looking rough. So I was like, this year I need to buy a new pair. Yeah. Uh, it's just everything is expensive. Yeah. So, and then expensive. I'm going to buy me some new at-home gym equipment. Okay. What are you going to go for? Well, I've already bought it. Okay. What'd you buy? Uh, a barbell. Okay. Wait. Is that a, like, barbell TM? Like, is that a brand? What is a barbell? No, a barbell. <laughs> or, like, actual Can you, like, barbells. Okay, what a barbell is. I mean, I only got the – I got a four-foot one because I didn't want, like, a seven-foot barbell. It's, yeah. like, a lifting. Okay. So it's the bar I didn't know if it was, like, a brand, like, I got a Peloton or I got uh, a mirror. The bar is no, the bar <clears throat> that you put the plates on okay. for, like, yeah. weightlifting. Yeah. Okay. I just didn't know if it was, like – some kind of brand. Well, uh, there are barbell protein well, bars. I mean, that's like buying the mirror from uh, right. Lululemon. Yeah, that's like, <laughs> but I mean, truly, they can really range in yeah. prices. Um, but I found a pretty. I mean, I don't need anything that's like. I don't need anything that's like gym worthy. I yeah. just need. I mean, I won't even use it every day. So I did that. I got some weights for it and a. I'm gonna say an aerobic step, but every once in a while, some of the lifts that I'm doing are like single leg lunch on a step like you need that elevation or squats Mm -hmm. like a certain way so anyway that's exciting really really bringing it up a notch yeah I love that and shoes I mean before you know it I've spent all this money in my head oh and I kind of want a new purse so there you go all the money's gone (laughs) all these things so what shoes did you get I haven't gotten them but my friend Jessica said that her husband got a pair of I don't know how to say it it's H-O-K-A Hocus those are my are they good should I get them Hoka's are great, great for running. They are yeah. not great for like lifting. Right. So, what is good for? I'm not running anymore. I am completely so for retired lifting, from you're running. You're going to want to do a flatter bottom shoe. Yeah. So, and like the Hoka's what? are very cushioned, so you don't want to like do squats and stuff right. in those. Okay. Well, can you give me some recommended? I didn't buy them. I, I didn't buy them. Oh. Uh, well, look, see, and I'm just going to go ahead and send you to Varsity. Like, yeah, go to Varsity. Let but they're going to want me to do running shoes. No, they're not. They're they're there for other things, too. Okay. They'll listen to what you're going to do, and they'll, you know, look at what you need. I feel like if I walk into Varsity and I tell them I'm not a runner, they're going to think you I'm right a on herbal person. I can recommend <laughs> the shoes that I work out in. They're called Nobles, mm. N-O-B-U-L-L. And that's like a CrossFit brand. Mm. But they're pretty good for doing all kinds of things in. So I like those. Okay. You know, um, at one point, all the Instagram influencers were were wearing the Adidas Ultra Boost. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. I bought a pair. Mm-hmm. Underwhelming, in my opinion. I yeah. mean, they look really cool. Just yeah. a little under. And I didn't feel like they last, they last a long time. I'm a huge fan of Brooks. I was mm-hmm. going to say, Brooks are good. Brooks have always, and I feel like I, I love my Brooks every time I get them. Yeah. Stick with what you like. Thanks, Lainey. I think... But I've done. I'm, I've decided. I'm starting to feel definitely looser. Like I'm not as tight because Mallory uh, suggested yeah. the toe spreaders, and those have been life changing. Awesome. So anyway, okay. So enough about me, Lainey. Let's talk about you. Yeah. Hey. What did you do for Christmas? Lainey is no longer a back and like a background. <laughs> oh yeah. Producer. No, she's she's a, part of the show. Yeah, Aww. for sure. Well, I went home to the lovely Shreveport, which was really nice. I hadn't been up there since July, so I was long overdue for a visit, and we also had a very low-key Christmas. It was just me, my brother came in from Austin, my dad, and my stepmom, so it was just the four of us, and I, like, barely left the house the whole time I was there, which Mm. was great. Because it was also freezing. It was freezing. Drove through hail. It was 12 degrees when I got there on Thursday. Why is it when you go up there, you have, like... Traumatic experiences. Traumatic driving experiences. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. but um, I mean, one time, wasn't it like pouring down rain and pitch black or like snowing? I don't know. Something <laughs> it really did, It s- hailed like earlier this year that I drove through it and then I almost ran out of gas. <laughs> I'm like, Lady, you should not be driving by yourself. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, but, but it's okay. Um, but it was nice. Lots of naps. Lots of snacks. Lots of reading. I'm a reader now. Okay. That's my this announcement. Is, this is big news. That is very exciting. Well, I have what have a you been more reading? Time on my hands now. Yeah. Oh, so wait, hold on, because we haven't officially said this on the podcast. 
Lainey graduated. Oh yeah, again, right. basically, but graduate. Tell everybody what you, what what you so went back to school for. I got my master's from LSU in leadership and human resource development. That's amazing. So I have been a little busy this year doing school and working full time, but I'm done with that now. So now I'm filling that time with reading. That's awesome. Or I want to. Yeah. But I read just some Colleen Hoover books mm-hmm. over the. I call it a break. It was like two days off, but. Um, <laughs> You know, just like easy, lighthearted reads, but I don't know. They're cozy. They make you feel good. And you have yeah. you you need to read what you want to read. Yeah. I don't yeah. have to justify yeah. it for sure. Yeah. So, speaking of books, what's our book of the month? Okay, I'm really excited about this. Um, it is the Positive Dog. Everybody, <laughs> like, join me in the brainwashing it's of time. this book. It's, it's time, time for us to read it. So, one of the uh, gifts that I gave Ross and Hartley under the tree was. Um, a board game called How Well Do You Know Your Family? And um, if you draw a trivia card, it's a question about yourself and it's who in the family can answer it correctly first. And one of the ones that I drew was, what do I talk too much about? And it was interesting to get their guesses, but in my head I thought the The positive positive dog dog. because (laughs) there is rarely a conversation that I have with Ross Hartley or anybody where I'm not like, well, I'm the positive dog. (laughs) I bring it back to that book um, all too often. But I hope that everybody loves it as much as I do and that it's a game changer for people as much as it was for me. I'm excited. I'm going to read it now. Yeah. I'm actually going to read the book club. Yeah, and it's, and it's a really easy read too, you know. So it goes fast and um, it's just told from a really simple perspective. So I hope everybody likes it. But when you think about the name of the book, right, I don't think it's it's not – doesn't really go back to dogs, I'm assuming. That's a – So what do they does, call it? I was going to say – In a sense. Oh, it does? Um, it is told Thank for- you. God, I mean, this <laughs> it, I, I did not do well on the English part of the ACT, okay? <laughs> it's told from the perspective of two dogs. So oh. – It's like who moved the cheese. I love that. It is um, two dogs, and uh, one of them is telling the other dog about the power of positive thinking. And so it's – since it's told from the perspective of Aww. two dogs – um, Matt, the mutt, says every dog has two dogs inside of him. Um, or sorry, Bubba says it to Matt. Um, Bubba says every dog has two dogs inside of him, a positive dog and a negative dog. And the dog that you feed is the one that's going to, like, win out in a fight. So you want to feed your positive dog and starve your negative dog. Um, but anyway, so it, that's why it's the positive dog because it's told from the perspective oh, of a dog. Okay, because I was going to say, I feel like dogs, their nature is to just be positive. Mm-hmm. Yes. I mean, and of course, we clearly cannot actually know what they're thinking. Actually know what they're thinking. <laughs> Do you talk to your dogs? Constantly. I mean, I talk to my dogs like they're people. Constantly. So speaking of my dogs, you know, Pepper is the, she's 13 yeah. plus years. How's Pepper doing? So I've decided that Pepper is very selective and when she wants to act like she is okay. And then also when she wants to act like she's old. Mm-hmm. Okay. And like she's doing it on purpose. Yeah. So the other day I'm like, Pepper. Pepper, and I actually videoed it, and she just didn't move from her bed to go to her room. Just looked at me. Didn't move, okay? But in the morning, or sometimes when I let him out in the afternoon, she's just bopping all over mm-hmm. the place, tails a wagon, and I'm like, <laughs> she's little... just good at being deceptive. Absolutely. So then I was, on, I was on a FaceTime call with my friend Katie Boyer Malloy. She was asking me a question, so she just FaceTimed me, which I'm going to be honest with you, like surprise FaceTime calls are sometimes kind of fun. Yeah. yeah. Oh, like, I love a surprise FaceTime. I was like, yeah, girl, we can FaceTime. And Pepper is not supposed to be on the couch. We were doing a terrible job of disciplining them on the couch. And so, um, you know, I was like, Pepper, get down. Of course, she just like literally didn't even lift her head up. And so I, was, I flipped the phone around. I was like, Katie, see, here's my dog that doesn't listen to me. And she said... And excuse me, I'm about to say a bad word. She said, yeah, Pepper's like, bitch, I let you live here. (laughs) And I'm like, that is exactly what she thinks. Well, I mean, I think Pepper is at an age where if you're calling her and she is not in the mood to get up, she's not getting up. No, at first I'm like, can you hear? And then I clapped my hands and she definitely turned around. So she's She's like, no, I'm ignoring you. She's got selective hearing. But anyway. So I do talk to Pepper a good bit. Yeah. Tuck her way to take him to the vet yesterday. And maybe that's when he's a little negative because yeah. he's scared. But clean bill of health for the adopted good. dog that once had heartworms. Awesome. Yay. Yay. So, um, also, okay, speaking of books, though, MT, by the time this one airs. Did you do it? I will have met my 50-book goal. That I, is so incredible. That I is mean, incredible. 
when I tell you I had to read six in December because I got a little behind. Yeah, but you I did. was determined. Yeah, you don't you don't miss a challenge. Oh, Patrick's like, what's going to happen if you don't make it? I'm like, I'm self-loathing. <laughs> Are you going to do any kind of like review, like my top five books of 2022? Or? Sure, Kate. Oh, I would yeah. love to you do, should that. do that. I mean, like that's a library in and of itself. Fifty books. Like, would love to know. Which was the top? Which would you suggest people pass on? You okay. Know? You know, we can we can write that on the blog. Yeah. Yes, let's write it on the blog. <laughs> it's on the website that doesn't have anything on LALadies.info. Right. Nice plug, Lainey. <laughs> I did want to share. Y'all both shared some gifts. I have to share um, what I was gifted by my Ooh. lovely father. Uh-oh. Uh-oh. Dad. Dad. <laughs> no, this is a great thing. Okay. Oh, go dad. Oh, go dad. Go dad. Go, no, go dad. Dad is a great gift giver. Okay, good. Gave when, my stepmom diamond earrings. Gave ooh. my brother his old Rolex. But you know what I got? How do I get on dad's Christmas list? Uh, dad. Lainey I, got a taser. <laughs> so don't mess with me is I just all I'm saying. You, my dad called a family meeting years ago. <laughs> Years ago, family meeting. I'm thinking he's going to tell us something is just terribly yeah. wrong. This isn't even at Christmas. He gives me and my sister tasers. Yeah. So and he's do you like, still have it? I do. Do you know how to use it? Uh, it's yeah. kind of scary. It's like, <laughs> it's scary my dad anybody? said that the one he got said, me is the most powerful one they sell. Oh, of course. I mean, that is a gift of, of love right there. But it is in my nice little fake Gucci purse that my stepmom got me <laughs> sitting over there. So... <laughs> Don't wow. you worry, yeah, mom. Don't, don't you worry. Mom. Yeah. I am equipped. <laughs> don't mess with Laney. Hey, I wasn't going to mess with Laney after the Louisiana Ladies event at BRQ. Oh, yeah. <laughs> when they asked who's running the show, I said, it's not me. <laughs> I just have the credit card, guys. That's literally all I'm good for. Yeah, I, I feel like I know when to hone yeah. in, but sometimes... Oh, that was Lainey's event. I just went. Yeah. <laughs> right? Well, when you're, when you're in charge of an event and something goes a little bit sideways, you try, at least, you know, as a wedding planner, I tried to be calm and amenable to the fact that, you know, sometimes people need to be reminded of things or make a mistake. But then other times you have to, like, be a little bit tough love. There was a trolley driver who used to say, you're the wedding planner who's nice until she's not. I'm like, yeah, just – give me a reason to be nice. I'll stay nice, but I kind of feel like that would that um applies to yours truly. Yeah, probably so. I mean, I don't think I'm mean. You know, we all have like a little bit of a per my previous email in all of us. That's a pet peeve <laughs> of mine. I I love to point out to people like I've already said this. Just scroll down to the email from a few days ago. Yes. Just go back and read. Mm-hmm. Just go back and read. Okay, so we're going into the new year. Lainey has a taser. Um, I think you should bring it to the office. And like, when like some, I said, it's, it's in my purse. It, yeah, be like it's disguised as a flashlight. <gasps> oh, so, Dad! Actually, it really you? is a flashlight as well. Oh, oh okay, nice. Double. Yeah. <laughs> double so double we also got. I also got the jumper cables that are attached to the like lithium battery that you can keep in your yes. car, so you don't have to jump off. From another car, yes. you're going to do it yourself. Hey. I have that. So I'm like, if I'm ever... You're ready. I mean, I hope I never have to use it. But if I'm ever on the side of the road using it, I have my flashlight. And if anybody tries to stop... You got the taser. They're getting zapped. <laughs> I think you should just tase them before they even approach you. <laughs> Be like, I am serious, you ever. Okay? Don't you come near me. Yeah. Look at me. Lady's like, we're cutting that out. Okay. Have y'all ever had an idea? Or like, you know, you're... You're bebopping around your day, and you think about something you want to talk about on the podcast, and literally, you can't remember what it is. Um, yes, and I try, though, to record it in my notes app um, so I don't forget again. I was walking down my hall in my house, and I remember thinking, I need to talk about this cheap but awesome product on the podcast, and I have no idea what it is. <laughs> See, I live this way because, like, I grew up watching YouTube videos and stuff, and mm -hmm. I just think that I am in my own reality show or something. And, like, yeah. when I get ready in the morning, I'm like, this is the <laughs> mascara that I use. Like, I'm probably full-on talking to myself. Yeah. So maybe I just need to start making TikToks or something and actually get no, that And that out. you would get famous. That would yeah. make you famous. I need to just get it out. Yeah. And not yeah. just in my head because I we talked about having the main character energy. Like, yes. I live like people should know everything that I'm doing and using. Yeah. But I maybe I just need to resort to 
yeah. telling it to you guys. I just wish yeah. I remember what the, I'm like, was it a face product? Like what? I cheap don't. Cheap but awesome uh, product. Cheap but awesome. Was it on your Amazon? There's a lot oh, on my Amazon okay. right now. Um, I, I, it's just been bothering me. I, I literally had this thought last week while I was, oh, I remember hey, walking down the got, hallway. Cause our phones are never far from us. You got to start a notes app and, um, for just, I mean, mine's called podcast Rex and I have a running list of yeah, podcast recommendations. Like we did something the day after Christmas. And the first thing I did was go put it in my notes app to recommend. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I have literally, I have, absolutely no idea what it was i felt like it was some sort of face product but i'm like i'm looking at my face products and i don't even know what it is so yeah well well if it comes to you just yeah. shout it out post in stories sorry i'm looking at this order i'm like i'm pretty sure i never got that whatever it is yeah i will i know i have to I don't remember. I'll let y'all know. But it yeah. was something that I had low expectations for. See? Uh, See? Yeah. And that's why I thought about it. Um, and now I just have no idea what it is. None. Zip. Zero. So, well, moving on. Okay. Yeah. Um, so, do we have New Year's resolutions, ladies? Um, I don't so much have, like, a resolution as um, – Okay, so I have severe white coat syndrome. Like, I hate going to the doctor. I really try hard to take impeccable care of my teeth and my health and everything so I don't have to get shots. Mm -hmm. I'm very fearful of shots. Um, I don't want dental work. I don't – anyway. So it's hard for me to get myself to the doctor in general. Mm -hmm. Um, I have to make an appointment when I leave for the next year Mm -hmm. so that I'll actually go. Okay, so all that to say, I turned 40 in November, and I'm like, Kate, you need to be a little bit more adult about all these things and, like, have a baseline. Like, I don't have, like, um, what do you call it, like a GP, like a regular doctor. I'm going to see a new one on Friday. Oh, yeah? Who are you going to? Or uh, do you not want to say? I don't know. I mean, <laughs> I'll say. I'm okay. Dr. Greason at Baton Rouge okay. Clinic. Yeah, I just I, feel like I need a G. I just feel like I need somebody. Like, if I have a sinus infection, yeah. can you just call me in a Z pack? Well, and then I kind of just like I my, like my friend Sarah is always fussing at me. She's like, we are at an age where we need to get annual physicals. We need a doctor who has a baseline on us, who's checking in on us, because you know I go to my OB every year and I go to the dentist. Although I canceled both of those in the fall because you know. I use teaching as an excuse. Like I had booked it the year before when I wasn't a teacher. I'm like, well, I can now not go at 11 a.m. Um, and so I cancel both, have yet to reschedule. So that's part of the new year, new me. Yep. Care about my health. I'm going to reschedule with Allison. I'm going to reschedule with Gina. And um, and then I'm going to try to get in with my old GP, Jerry. So, and I mean, and I'll come up with an excuse for anything. Like Jerry was my... Dr. Johnson was my GP in college. And then um, I coached her daughter for four years. I'm like, well, I can't go back now. I coach her daughter. Like, that's like conflict of interest or something. <laughs> I don't know. I'll come up with an excuse. But anyway. Okay. I used to like go to my friend's Amelia's mom. Like, <laughs> Amelia's in college now. So I want to go back to Jerry. And like I said, just have somebody who's kind of watching out for my health and, you know, um, yeah, all those things. So that's kind of my New Year's resolution is like get over it and – have you got Doc, a mammogram? Doc, doctors or friends. That is also on the agenda. I haven't, um, but I know that. Um, I just got real personal there. Yeah, no. that. Because I was going to talk about my mammogram on Friday oh, okay. when it was 18 degrees outside. Oh. And the way that I bundled up, Patrick goes, <laughs> uh, I don't think they're giving your mammogram outside. And I'm like, have you been to Louisiana Women's? Yeah, it's freezing. It is. Fr- I'm, I mean, there could, it could be detrimental for me to walk in that parking lot. <laughs> Speaking of that, I just realized the product. Oh, it was not a face product. I ordered this cute little like hat beanie kind of hat. Oh, okay, let's see. Amazon, and it was fifteen dollars, and oh, I wore it. Precious. I okay, wore it is the entire holiday. Okay, like cute, every product. Hey. Can you text that to me right now? Yeah. So it that it is adorable. Literally, is super comfortable and super warm. So I, I had my baseline mammogram at thirty five. Okay. I don't know. I feel like they change that every once yeah. in a while. Like, you know, it's kind of like now you got to get a colonoscopy mm-hmm. at 45 or that's what they're recommending. Mm-hmm. It used to be 50. You know, I think they do research, whatever. Yeah. So, um, so I'm pretty religious about that. Yeah. 
But what's kind of funny is that I forgot that I had that appointment Friday. So like last week I was off and then I knew there was a cold snap and, and I'm like, and like this appointment was on my calendar, but I was off of work. So I don't check my calendar that much when I'm off of work. So, um, and we had a cold snap and I'm like, Ooh, it's going to be so cold on Friday. I'm going to wake up. I'm like leisurely get out of bed and do this workout and just light the fire and don't have to go out. And then I, like literally after I had that thought, I get the text from Louisiana. <laughs> Lomas, this is a reminder about your appointment at 7:45 Friday morning. I almost cried. I literally oh, almost yeah. moved it. Um, but you can't get back in there. So it was fine. It was very warm and cozy. And yeah. uh, I will tell you that there is no faster uh, screening test than a mammogram. Okay, that's good. I mean, you might be in that room. And maybe this is just my, maybe I've had really good texts. You might be in that room for a total of five minutes. Okay. Wow. The worst part is you have to hold your breath. Oh, yeah. For maybe 15 seconds. And it's not that long, <laughs> but for some reason you're like, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I, I might have to breathe. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I'm like, and I don't want to screw it up if I breathe. What happens if I breathe? <laughs> oh, no. So, but I made it. I lived to tell the tale. And I'll be honest with you, it was really nice to get up early on Friday because we were off and I had the whole day. Yeah. There you go. Okay. So, okay. Do you want us to hold you accountable? Yeah. I mean, I would love that. Accountability is always great. And so, yeah, that's. That's mine. Be a grown up. Go to the doctor and have, you know, just this team of women looking out for me and my health. What are you concerned with about the doc at the doctor? Oh, that they're going to give me a shot for sure. Oh, I'm that's right. Definitely a child about shots. Do not like needles. You know, just that is my fear. And so I know that's the thing. Is like when I start going to get a physical every year, it's going to mean blood work, which I do get. You know. Mm, I, I call it a BS physical every year. The one for the insurance um, oh, yeah. um, where you get like a little money off. What do you call that? <laughs> Say, like a wellness? <laughs> like a, uh, I know what you're – like a wellness program? Yes. like Yeah, like a wellness program. So Ross and I get physicals every year. Mm-hmm. and But, I mean, it's literally like they weigh us. They measure us. They do a, like a blood test. Um, ask you like a few okay. questions. Taking blood is way worse than a shot. Say, yeah. And I don't like that either. I, I also have to like warn the phlebotomist like, you know, I'm not good at this. I'm going to look away. Oh, I can't I'm going to, well, you look. know, like need to sit after. Would, so because if I stand up too soon, I'll pass out. And yeah, it's like a whole to do. But, um, but, but so I do that every year and I'm brave, but I just try to keep it minimal. Like you could tell the doctor you don't want a shot. Yeah. Like but what type of shot do you think they're going to give you at a checkup? I don't know. I, like, what if I, they're like, well, you haven't gotten a T-DAP in a while, you what know? What the hell is that? It's like your tet- tetanus, say, diphtheria. Tetanus? I don't think you have to get that. Well, not if you're like not going out of the I country. Mean, unless you, I had like, to, the last time like, I got it was when Hartley was born. Cause if you're around babies, they do recommend that you have an updated T-DAP. <laughs> So when Hartley was born, I got it. Okay, I'm not trying to laugh at your fear. <laughs> but, I mean, I feel like if you were a kid, like, you don't have that much say-so if you needed a shot. But yeah. you are an adult, so you could say, do we have another option? Yeah. No, no, no. And, and you know, my <laughs> doctor. I feel so bad for you. you I know. Want me to come with you? I'll hold your hand. So I generally do bring somebody to hold my hand. Um, worst person to bring, Hartley. She uh, is not helpful. She not will, sympathetic to your no, uh, plight. Uh, she will like leave the room or make fun of me or what? I, I mean, I'm just like, you know, because one time we went and got flu shots together and I was like, will you hold my hand while I get mine? And she's like, no. I'm like, okay, well, that was nurturing, but <laughs> uh, so Ross is a so good hand. You'll never get Botox. Probably not. I mean, I might consider it for my angry 11 if it gets any deeper, but um. You know, but probably not, though, because it is a shot, and I don't see myself going to get a shot if I don't need one. Okay. I mean, I'm 40. It is what it is. I mean, we all have, <laughs> we all have our fears. Yeah. Um, so, speaking of that, though, the day of our company Christmas party, I did go and get an IV. Oh, like just to IV. prepare? Yeah. <laughs> and um, this has never happened before, but they could not find a vein. See, this is why I, I don't got mess poked with four <laughs> times. Do not mess with that. Drink some water. <laughs> but I was like not dehydrated. Yeah. And I have also had to go get a colonoscopy before where you're very dehydrated. Mm-hmm. So I'm not sure what was going on. They were like, Yeah, you have like really small veins. And I'm like, Ugh. Really? Like a shot in the arm does really does not bother me, but anything going into like my veins. Yeah, yeah. No, it's kind of creepy. Just gives me the heebie jeebies. Mm-hmm. Let me just tell you this though. So they they found a vein. Like, and they they felt terrible. I'm like, don't feel bad. <laughs> Is that music? 
Yes. Oh, okay. Anyway, <laughs> um, they felt terrible. But when I tell you that IV, that prehydration, that it works. Helps. Yeah. Nice. I felt like a human being the next day. <laughs> we are laughing at the background music of Eliza. Is it somebody's oh, phone? It's like going off. It's, it's like, like they it's, it it's really loud. We, I feel like so we need to. Did you order something the last time y'all came? Uh, we got bread. Oh, yeah. We did get bread. And I think I ordered some stuff for Hartley. Um, but we get, we got order today. Okay. So. Well, we, I need to hear so, about your resolutions. You know, I was going to be very grateful, but I'm not sure if that's realistic. <laughs> <laughs> I was going to be grateful, but screw that. Well, like, my word of the year last year was gratitude. And it was good, especially in the bad moments. Yeah. I think, you know what my word of the year is going to be? What's your word of the year? Patience. Hell no. That is an unrealistic <laughs> expectation. <laughs> when all the partners put on my weakness that I'm impatient, I'm like, it is a character flaw. Yeah, and it also is don't it is. listen. Okay. I've, I've gotten better. Uh, I think my word of the year is going to be boundary. Oh, As that's a good one. Because that's, I think if, if I can really establish boundaries. You know, I am a public speaker you about yes. boundaries. But you also have to put it into you practice. You have to put it into practice. Um, and especially because we're manifesting you presenting this. I was going to say presenting this presentation, but <laughs> giving this talk more. Yeah. So I like it. one of the boundaries that I'm putting into place, and this helps me, I don't think this necessarily is applicable for everyone, but my day to day at the office, which I love this, like this is no, by no means I am complaining. I love people. I love being around people. I love solving problems. I love leading people. I love like meeting with our managing partner and checking all these things off the list. But I can only operate like that at that level so many days of the week because I actually have like work to do, you know, invoices to review, yeah. like, you know, stuff that I need to be sitting behind a desk and focusing on. Also mm-hmm. working on my presentation because I do want to try to speak once a month. Whoa. I, I did get asked in January, but unfortunately I've asked, I've gotten asked to speak twice in January, but I'm going to be out of town both times. Nice. Yeah. Here you go. And this is just happening. I've said it, a couple of people have reached out who listened to the podcast. Love I mean, that. I'm just saying. Yeah. Okay. So, um, but in order to do that, one of the things like I have to do is I have to work from home one day a week. Like I have to, it, yeah. it allows me to catch up from getting mm-hmm. behind and allows me to plan and overall mentally mm-hmm. it is um it calms me down I don't know how else to put that like yeah. it's not that I'm not working it's not that I'm not talking on the phone or having meetings I'm just you're removed from distraction yeah yeah it's like I, I need a day to not be completely overstimulated yeah some people do not need that but that's gonna be like my team's gonna know about it I'm gonna be available I mean I live I live like three minutes from the office uh, but one of the things I'm really bad about is I tried to do this like three years ago and then slowly people would be like well can we meet on this day and that was my remote day mm-hmm. and so Lainey we're recording a podcast on one of my remote days and I said I'm fine with that but you have to come to my house <laughs> because that was my yeah. boundary like yeah. if I don't stick to it it will slip it will just yeah. slip away yeah, I will totally slip away. So um, I feel like once I can get that under control, then I can move on to being grateful. Yeah. <laughs> and Lainey supports the boundaries thing. Oh, they're necessary. Yes. I, yes, I agree. I think boundaries, I mean, for your own, it, I was, for your own mental health. You know, I was texting with a friend today um, just about a boundary that she was setting with work and a need that she has and as we often do as women then she started to feel guilty about it you push it off to the side and I told her no stand strong in that you know you you need to do this I don't think it's an unreasonable ask you know I don't think you're being unreasonable like stick to it and do not feel guilty about it you know yeah I um it's funny because I do, I just talk about this a lot, but you know, like somebody had emailed a group of ladies that I'm involved in, you know, what's a good time of day for you? Just let me know. And why I emailed this girl back this explanation, like I was looking at it today because somebody else replied, but I was like, I do not take meetings before 9am on Monday. (laughs) 
Lauren, my you co, shouldn't. co chapter was like, co chair was like, setting those boundaries, Melissa. Yes. You know, so, but it's easy. Like, it's easy yeah. for me to be like, do I really have to work from home? I can really go to this meeting, mm-hmm. you know, and that's why I've told my team and I need to be held accountable. Yeah. Somebody, uh, besides everybody likes to be around Melissa better when I have established boundaries. Yeah. Somebody else that's really good at setting boundaries is um, actually Amy Brewer, who was um, Louisiana Ladies really guest. I'm really sad I did not get to meet her. She's so fun. My cousin Paige loves her. Oh, She is so fun. And she, um, she has it in her email signature that when her, basically her office hours are, which it's hard as a wedding planner to establish that, you know, because you don't have the office space people are coming to your meeting with brides on their schedule and the vendor schedules and things like that. But Amy, a few years ago, just established days and times that I'm willing to meet and times that I'm not willing to meet. And I'm like, good for you, you know, because it's really hard in that type of business too, to not want to just like bend over backwards to accommodate everybody. And what that led to for me was several meetings on like Sunday afternoons Mm -hmm. after working a Saturday wedding and so then there's my whole weekend with my family and you know and and I will say in order to set back like especially in the business world in order to set boundaries for stuff like that meetings client commitments referral commitments you really do have to stay on top of your calendar and on top of the planning and so I will fully admit last week on my week off I took a client meeting yeah Part of it was because, take this with a grain of salt, but I knew good and well that, this. first of all, I really like this client, and they did not really ask me. It was a little time sensitive. I did not plan. I did one of those things where, like, I just tried to take a week off thinking nobody would need me. I've been doing this for so long. What am I thinking? But I went and met with the client. They gave me a bottle of wine. I told them I was going to send them a bill, and we moved on, you know? And I, yeah. and I, and I so I, I told... Casey on our team because he was like okay you know he's trying to hold me accountable I'm like I feel like if I graded myself on my boundaries last week on that week off I'm going to give myself a B minus I could have been better but it wasn't terrible I told a lot of people that I wasn't going to be able to meet Uh, I just you have to plan for that because Mm -hmm. if you took a Sunday meeting don't take this the wrong way it was probably like well because I don't I really cannot fit this meeting in Mm -hmm. anywhere else you know and if I don't take it then it's not going to get done. So I don't want to say, I always try to say like there's exceptions, but those should be exceptions and not the norm. And also if you're resentful for it, then, okay, that's where you know that you have, mm-hmm. you know, you, broken need that for a boundary. Yeah, that's, so um, I was thinking, so I'm giving the boundaries presentation at a SHRM chapter meeting, which is the Society of Human Resources. Okay. Mm-hmm. That me and Rachel always go to. I was going to say, so, are you in that society? Yeah. Well, kind of. <laughs> uh, and But it's a breakfast meeting. And so, like, it starts pretty early. And But I'm not, like, I'm going to be so, that's something that I enjoy You're doing. You're going to be, like, hyped up. That it doesn't bother me. Yeah. I, you know, and that's really what I try to make a point in the presentation. I'm like, I think everybody knows I'm not talking about just not going to get your kid because you're trying to set a boundary. Like, yeah. there's obligations <laughs> yes. and then there's all these yeah. other things that we end up doing that we really don't have to do or we don't necessarily, don't, don't fulfill us. The other thing that I say, and every time I say this, I feel like it sounds so incredibly harsh, but it is just the reality. So sorry, everyone, but not really. Why do we not set boundaries and why do we do things that we don't want to do? Why, Lainey? I think it's because we're trying to please others. Right. Yeah. We're worried we're going to disappoint someone. Mm -hmm. But the reality is that that person's feelings are actually not our responsibility. Yeah. I love that. (laughs) <laughs> they're just not. Uh, that's yeah. so important to they're, hear. They're just not. Not that doesn't mean to be an a-hole. No, okay. Right. It's, that comment is aimed at people like us, I think. Who, yeah. Like, literally, when I was going to therapy earlier this year, the first thing the therapist said to me was, okay, so you're a people-pleasing perfectionist. Mm-hmm. And it's to where, like, that is at our core that we we want to make people happy. But at the end of the day, we cannot sacrifice our happiness for others all the time. Yeah. So. I mean, I think sometimes when it's, it, when it's somebody else, it's easy to see, mm-hmm. you know, um, the other day we were in new Orleans, Ross and Heartland, I were in new Orleans. And at the last minute I decided to text, um, his brother and sister-in-law just to see if they were up for a quick visit since we happen to be in new Orleans. And before I did, I could see the wheels turning in Ross's head and I'm like, 
before I send this text, let's talk about why it's stressing you out. And he's like, well, I just feel like we're like putting ourselves on them at the last minute. And if they can't accommodate us, then they're going to feel bad. And I'm like, you're really like getting out of control with this train of thought when like, you know, that's kind of worst case scenario. Best case scenario is they're sitting around at home doing nothing because it's day after Christmas and like baby brother's going to come pop in for a visit, you know? Mm -hmm. Um, But it's really easy to see where somebody else is, you know, worried too much about what other people are thinking and harder in ourselves, you know, to see when we're doing it. And I think like, it's just, that's human nature a lot of times. Right. And I mean, I think think, society teaches us that. Right. Because no is not perceived as a nice word, Mm -hmm. but you can be nice and tell someone no. Oh, yeah. So my word is going to be boundary. I was say, Lainey, what about you? What's your... So my... I think we talked about this in our episode like this last year, but I don't love the term resolutions mm-hmm. and I'm more like generic goals, mm-hmm. which I feel like people say that goals should be the smart goals or whatever and like super measurable. specific and yeah. measurable. Mm-hmm. That does not work for me because like this is where I'm too much of a perfectionist. If I derail a little bit, I'm like, oh, well, screw this, like... I already failed. Um, So I like more generic themes. But so this year, my word of the year, I think I've decided is going to be triumph. This was just like a big year of growth and like lessons and stuff. And so next year, I feel like thrive is like a little bit too overused. Yeah. So like, I like triumph. Kind of that generic theme. And then as far as goals, just kind of continuing a lot of things that I feel like I have made important in my life this year. So like, overall theme of health and wellness like again don't like to get too specific and don't want to like trigger anybody about specifics but just continuing to be consistent in the gym and like eating better and truly focusing on what makes me feel good Mm -hmm. um is kind of generic themes I don't want to announce anything yet but I have a lot of exciting trips planned next year so like a theme of traveling and like just really doing things that bring me joy yeah. And not like worrying so much about doing things to please others. Yeah. But doing things that like in my soul make me happy. Mm-hmm. It's kind that. of my 2023 reading more is part of that, but just kind of that overarching theme. Love that. I also kind of feel like I want to, and I don't know how to do this because this is just, I, I just feel like I waste so much time scrolling on social media. Oh, I'm doing dry January in the sense of not drinking and I'm getting off of social media. Oh, wow. I don't know. I haven't decided if I'm going to deactivate my accounts or just delete the apps, but I'm getting off of there. So I find that on our professional accounts, I don't have a tendency to scroll through those professional accounts because they're not my personal accounts. And so last year, I think I did take a personal break from Instagram. Mm -hmm. And it's just amazing how much time you end up (laughs) having. And I wouldn't even say I'm terrible about it, but... um, I actually kind of look at Instagram for more like recipe inspiration. Yeah, and that's good. But like, but you can sign up for people's newsletters. For yeah. me, I definitely noticed that I was getting way more harm than good from social media. Mm-hmm. And this year, I've worked a lot on not comparing so much. Yeah, and I think I've made a lot of personal progress in that realm. Awesome. And so, social media, I feel like detracts from that because you get on there and you compare. Yeah, and I think so, even if you don't like, I would, I would even say like, I don't compare, but I think subconsciously. Consciously, I am comparing yeah. myself. No, it is yeah. because, like, like this is just a small example, but like me, I'm 24. I have no desire to get married anytime soon. Like, that's not really something I want. But it's Christmas time, and like everybody's getting engaged mm-hmm. and stuff, and it's like, I don't want to see this. Like, yeah. it's just I'm not even envious because I don't want that in my life. But there's just other things that I can fill my cup, and that is not it. Yeah. So. Yeah, it's just kind of a time suck. Oh, you know, one of the things I do like to do is build is puzzle you do love a puzzle I love it when I tell you right now my mom gave me two of the hardest puzzles I've ever done and I was determined to finish the nativity scene one (laughs) it was I was like mom I am gonna finish this so like what was it It was uh Monday morning I woke up I'm like I'm how many pieces that was it was only 500 but it was like you know, there was, like, the same shade of blue in, like, four yeah. spots of the Gosh. puzzle. Oh, I love it, though. I get... Ross loves a puzzle. I got... Do you have a puzzle board? 
Uh, yes. yes. Yeah. Okay. We <laughs> talked about this on an episode before <laughs> with drawers. So Ross has one as well with drawers, and um, I got him a thousand-piece puzzle for Christmas, and um, I like a puzzle every now and again. Like I, I like to um, piggyback puzzle, like come in too. and do a piece or two, and then just yeet on out of there. But yes, um, me too. I just become obsessed with it. Then I was like, all the I bought it, and I'm like, is a thousand too easy? But no. okay, okay. A the reason why hard. I haven't done a thousand is because the last thousand that I did did not yes. fit on my puzzle board. So Uh-oh. it was a note to self, like you got to look, look at, at the, the dimensions. Size. Yeah, I love me a thousand. Okay, a thousand. Uh, I was gonna say a thousand dollar puzzle. I mean a thousand <laughs> piece puzzle. So yeah, I just think you know I love kind of going into a new year. Yeah. yeah, I am doing the Madeline Moves Tighter Together oh. Challenge. I won't get to start it in January with everyone because I've got a lot of, I say I got a lot of work travel, but I have two work trips kind of back to back. Yeah, um, but I'm still really enjoying that app. I took a break from Beachbody. Yeah, I did want to mention on our whiteboard at the gym last night. I noticed it said, "Don't think new me, new you," or was it new, new year, year, new me? <laughs> why, why did I say it like that? New me, new you. Don't think <laughs> new year, new me, but. New Year, better me, and yeah. like I feel like that's kind of the path I'm going down of just like kind of solidifying some of these habits that I've already started last year, and not trying to just like start with a completely yeah. clean slate of like let me try to do all these things that I've never tried before. It sets um, it sets you up for failure. Yeah, you know that kind of so all or nothing like, mindset. I really liked the New Year, better me. Yeah, um, mindset. I like that too. Um, okay, so this is a bit of a throwback, but I have a proud of myself moment. I love it. Yeah. Um, so Hartley got a uh, Rubik's Cube in her stocking from Santa. I've never been able to do one of those. <gasps> oh, I used Me to. neither. I used to. And um, because Christmas was Christmas Day was low key a PJ day, um, we kind of got to the point where we were watching some movies. I was um, just kind of on the couch, and I was like, I'm going to learn how to do this. Like, I'm going to do it. And so it took me, I worked on it for a few hours Christmas night. And I worked on it on the drive to New Orleans and the drive back from New Orleans the day after Christmas. And then a little bit for maybe an hour or two more when I got home. But I did it. And I uh, didn't do it at all yesterday. I took a day off. And this morning I was watching, are y'all watching White Lotus? I know I'm late to this. I don't watch anything, but I do want to watch that. <laughs> so because... we started, but Patrick does not seem to love it. Okay. It is so stressful. I stayed stressed. I watched all of season one this week, you know, um, but I was binging it this morning. And so while I was watching it, I needed something to distract me because I was stressed as hell um, watching that damn show but um <laughs> so I got Tell us the, how you really feel <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> it doesn't sound watch it it doesn't sound like it but I did enjoy it <laughs> um but uh anyway so I got it out and uh mixed it up and tried to solve it on my own just remembering the algorithms okay that was going to be my next question is if you looked up how to do the algorithms yes that's like how you have to do it I had to what worked for me was learning the logic of the algorithms yeah. Because I had one YouTube guy just teaching me the algorithm, but then I found a new YouTube teacher who was explaining the logic. I'm like, okay, this is what I need. I yeah. need to understand why I'm doing this. I taught myself how to do it, like, probably early high school. But oh, my watched God. Kudos to you. You taught yourself? No, no, no. By watching the oh, okay. video. Oh, okay. Laney. No, I mean, I've like, never done one. <laughs> I'm like, no, no, by watching the video. So that's what I was going to ask you. And I like wrote them down. Like I wrote down the different algorithms and well, I had to, to do it, it a few times, and I have to like go back to the YouTube to remember an algorithm and when it needed to be done. But I finally yeah. did it from start to finish without looking at YouTube after several nice. tries. That's so exciting. So, that's, yeah, that's good. I've never. I don't know if I'd have patience. Wait, for that. I you did want to bring up. You brought up like a throwback podcast moment I need to give a shout out to my best friend from high school Madison she has been like an OG Louisiana ladies listener however she listens in order and is like still in 2021 oh my god I love that for her and so I was visiting with her whenever I went home this weekend Mm -hmm. when I was home this weekend so our other best friend from high school Megan just had a baby so they all came over to my house and we were just visiting and Madison was like I love when you do the word of the episode. That's my favorite part. And I was like, Madison, I don't think we've done a word of the episode in like a year. <laughs> Plot twist. She was like, bring it back. So we'll give, we'll give listeners, if anybody's listening that has missed out on those types of things, you know, a quick like update on that. Basically, once we started having guests on consistently, trying to, trying to do all of that in, with yeah. the guests, it made them so long. It made them long. 
Yeah. And we really wanted those episodes to be about the about guests, the guest. which is why we have these catch yeah, up these catch up episodes. Yeah, yeah, for sure. That but are it was some just people's favorites. I hadn't even thought about that in so long. I, I, me neither. That's funny because I am also a loyal listener from the start. <laughs> I enjoyed that too. Okay, that's a good idea. Yeah. Maybe we could like do that on the catch up episodes. Right. I feel like we need. I want to start doing a song suggestion on our catch up episodes. I, I think we we're, we did that at first. I don't know if we ever, if it ever came to fruition. I feel like, oh, you know what? We started with a song when we had Phyllis Grimian on because we were drinking wine. Oh, yeah. Yeah, that was fun. Um, Okay, so I'm looking up to see if there's some kind of like word of 2022, just out of curiosity. Also, if anybody wants to adapt their own word of the year, I don't do this. I just picked mine, but um, there are websites that will give you a word of the year. Okay. Um... Word of the year according to different dictionaries um, for 2022. Like the Pantone color of the year. <laughs> <laughs> so it seems like I don't even understand this one. Goblin mode. What is that? <laughs> I've never heard that. Um, but the other one, Merriam-Webster chose gaslighting. Want to talk about if you watch uh, the Bachelor franchise overused? Gaslighting is the word of That's the year. That's like not a positive. Word. It's not. It's not like our word of the year in our sense. Like yeah. I'm choosing this as a focus word. It's like what was the a most word popular. Like, it had a. 1, I feel 000, like people misuse that word. It, they do. It had a 1,740 percent rise in searches. So that's why it was like Merriam-Webster's um, word of the year. I think a word that I learned this year is parasocial relationships. I learned that one. It's like re- perceived relationships that we have with people online, mm-hmm. like um, people that you might follow or whatever. Like uh. um, my, like I have a parasocial relationship with Danny Pellegrino. He is a fellow podcaster and I love his podcast so much and I feel like we're friends, but we're not. We have a parasocial relationship. I would say I have a parasocial relationship with all of the Peloton instructors exactly. that I ride on. I'm That's like, how like you feel like you know an influencer mm-hmm. or like my yep. friend and it's like you've never met this you know person in your life. so mm-hmm. sad it was, if you met an influencer in real life and they were not who they portray themselves to be. Yeah. I don't really follow that many, but the ones that I do, they get comments like that that are like, I met you in blah, 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 and you were so sweet. No, like, Oh, oh, good. <laughs> or they're like, you were shorter than I thought you were. Yeah. But that's like it. Yeah, no, I think most of them are probably really real and genuine. I'm just, you know, saying that I would just, like, if I met Cody Rigsby, who is a Peloton instructor, yeah. Oh, yeah. and he wasn't like he is, which I just could not imagine that because he seems so genuine, mm-hmm. I would be heartbroken. Yeah. I would literally be heartbroken. But, yeah. I think he's probably the real deal. Probably. It seems like it via social media. And riding the <laughs> yeah, Peloton. I feel like that would that would take a lot of work to like keep up another persona or yeah. something like that. Okay. I mean, who has energy to do that? Yeah, Let's I, just be honest. For sure. Do not. Okay. So, I have no idea how long we've been talking for. Right at an hour. Oh, good Lord. Oh, goodness. I know. Okay. Have we talked about can I anything do, of substance? Can I do some recommendations? Yeah, because, you know, I – anyway, yeah, the, I know. the one I had was the uh, Amazon hat. It was not a face product. Okay. So let me go to my notes app. So I don't Maybe I need to start doing this. I feel like I find some good stuff. I just don't share. Um. Okay. So a couple of post-Christmas recommendations. Um. First, this is – um. I guess mostly for parents, but like anybody who does an advent calendar. So um, Hartley likes to do an advent calendar. And, um, you know, we used to do the little chocolate ones, which are fun to count down to Christmas and get a little piece of chocolate every day. But we started doing different. I would kind of like look into it in the fall, like something new every year. This year's has been our favorite by far. It was National Geographic. It was an experiment every day. Oh, cute. It was so cute. Just like a little experiment. I mean, of course, the teacher in me is like, okay, STEM, here we go. Like learning opportunity. Um, But, you know, there were different like chemical reactions that she would do, turn, you know, a solution, a different color. One day it made this like kind of like snow stuff and um my favorite was the hydrophobic sand which you oh, could yeah. put the water on top of and it'll just beat off oh my gosh that was like the best day oh that sounds really neat yes so favorite advent calendar by far national That's geographic fun. a daily experiment we had a cool one growing up i, was I feel like, like patrick would enjoy that oh, right so that's what would. i said it's like i'm saying it's for parents and kids but like 
Oh, it could be. Yeah. I mean, Patrick's a big, a big kid. Yeah. Growing up, I was in the Nutcracker every year because of dance, and my mom was obsessed with Nutcrackers. So she got us this wooden Nutcracker advent calendar mm. that had like little doors, and she filled it. So it was oh, like, oh, I love that. We put it up every year, and she would put like random little. stuff in it. Oh, oh, yeah. I love that. It was cute. This wasn't on my list, but since you said Nutcracker, um, I do have to say the Baton Rouge Ballet Theater Nutcracker is back in the River Center Theater. So for years, they had the theater has been undergoing renovation and then COVID and everything. This year was their first year back in the theater. I forgot how magical that production is. I wanted is. to go so bad. I is it still playing? It, no, no, it's, it's the only one weekend. Um, weekend before oh, Christmas every I year. I haven't been to a Nutcracker since I was in it my senior year of high school. And every year I'm like, I'm going to go watch it, especially because the Baton Rouge one is like the Cajun version. Mm-hmm. So I really want to go see it. So next year, like I absolutely have to go. It it I forgot how magical it is and how wonderful it is. And so right now, everybody in your 2023 calendar, like – Put yourself a note in October when tickets go on sale to get tickets um, because it was just wonderful. And being back with – because we went when it was in the arena um, before COVID. They did a version in the arena, and it was still absolutely lovely. But to be back in the theater – I mean, they do, like, fireworks. and I know it'll just be so nostalgic because, like, that is what made Christmas feel like Christmas Mm -hmm. to me as a kid. And when, like, I knew I was never going to be a professional dancer, but that's, like, as close as you really feel because, like, you have to take off school all these days to do it. And, like, it's a big production. It was always really cool. Yes. Okay, Kate, another rec. Okay, so another recommendation is um, what we did the day after Christmas in New Orleans. So um, Ross and Hartley and I did a private class at the New Orleans School of Glassworks, and it was amazing. It was two hours. It was the three of us and one of their artist instructors, and we were hands-on, like putting the glass into the oven to heat it all up, and he would teach us how to manipulate it, and we got to use all the tools. That's awesome. Use a blowtorch. Like, I mean, yeah. Did it was, you have to wear like goggles? And so, like they said, bring sunglasses. So, <laughs> UV protective sunglasses. So we just had like our shades. That's um, funny. But it was super cool and um, such a great experience. I made like a drinking glass and an ornament, and Ross also made a glass, and Hartley made a paperweight and a glass bird. Um, they have to like finish cooking overnight so um when they're getting shipped to us at the end of the week and so yeah I'll have to like so by the time this drops I should have them and I can like post our products yeah. online but I'll just find out about this so two of my teacher friends both did it um Barbara Seacard did it first and recommended it to another teacher Lauren Anderman and then Lauren did it over Thanksgiving break and we were talking about it in the faculty lounge and um I'm like this would be a good like I like experience gifts you know and so it was a gift that I gave to Ross and Hartley for Christmas. Um, so I knew Ross was going to be off the day after. So I had told them. That was a great idea. I yeah. also love experience gifts. Yeah. So I need to add that to the list. And it really was so cool. And um, I hope it's one of those things like I know I will remember it forever. And I hope Hartley remembers it. And it was just like it was really neat. So That's and then we also have this like thing to remember it you know yeah that's you why actually I, get an end product exactly like I picked an ornament because I'm like I want to think about this every year when I take this ornament out and put it yeah. on the tree you know yeah, that's neat neat thing to do right after Christmas yes um so that's the New Orleans School of Glassworks and we did one of the private classes they also have like group classes and they do field trips and stuff but I liked the private class experience because it was just the three of us for two hours and the instructor. Okay, and then my last thing, I just have to give a shout out to the Baton Rouge General for the lights that they do every year. Mm-hmm. Like, oh, yeah. I I know people love it and they post and they tag and stuff, but I just wanted to go out of my way to just say thank you because it's such an incredible community, free community thing that they do for us every year and they add to it. And I know, like, for me, it's part of our Christmas, like, traditions. You know, we make and decorate cookies for Santa. We make reindeer food. We go to the Baton Rouge Ballet Theater Nutcracker. And then we also go to the Baton Rouge General Lights. And um, so anyway, it's just really wonderful. To me, it's like a thing out of a Hallmark Christmas movie. Yeah, this idea really that is. like there's just this light display that you get to go walk through. And I don't know. I love it. Every and time I, I'm there, I love it. I feel it. like it takes a lot of work to get it to look like that. Yeah. yeah. Like 
And yeah. they've, I feel like they've invested a lot in yeah. it, you know, and they add to it every year and, you know. Yeah. Same with their pink pumpkin patch. Like, oh, yeah. it is, when Hartley and I hear that it's pumpkin patch day, like, we drop everything and we go get a pink pumpkin, you know. So, thank you to the Baton Rouge General for the Christmas lights. <laughs> I don't have any product recommendations other than a bird buddy and a skylight calendar. Yeah, no, those are two good ones. Those are quite invest. Yeah. I will just be 100% honest that the Bird Buddy, there's several different versions. I didn't get the actual Bird Buddy because every time I logged onto their website, they were backlogged. Oh, wow. Uh, not sure if that was a marketing ploy. Uh, <laughs> it is not a cheap bird feeder. Okay. I will like give, a well, few if it has a camera in it, hundred bucks. I would think. <laughs> well, I am cheap. Okay, I am <laughs> cheap. So I'm like, oh my god. So you know, of course, I go look on Amazon, look at all the reviews and stuff like that. The skylight you can get in different, um, different sizes, and that comes with different prices. But to all of our listeners, thank y'all for being with us yeah. for another year. Uh, we're really excited about next year. We've got some. We already have guests that are just lining up. Yeah. Um, probably through February at this particular point. And yeah, we got some really exciting things in the works. I'm sure we'll have another B-Day bash. Yeah. Yes. 2023. I mean, we did it once. We can do it again. (laughs) We're definitely doing it again. Once you have one birthday party, then you have to do it every year. I feel like people are going to expect it of us. Oh, absolutely. Uh, We're still working on a book club meeting. But now I'm like, (laughs) I feel like I have some skin in the game. So I might be more partial to making that come to fruition you're just better at those things than I am Lainey okay question because now I'm on Goodreads and I feel like there's a book club component in Goodreads oh that would probably be easier than book club and I correct me if I'm wrong at any of our listeners but there's a group like component so I feel like more people would be willing to join the group on book reads on book reads on Goodreads I'm good with that so maybe we can experiment with that. that to your goal yeah That's part of my (laughs) 2023 goals. (laughs) All right, guys. Well, we hope everyone had a wonderful New Year celebration and kicking off the new year with just the positive dog. Up and up in 2023 is all I'm saying. Up and and up. We'll talk next time. Bye. Bye, Bye, everyone.